Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. So Spy Morning, Hunter, do you, do you have any, uh, you don't have any experiences? Spy, Spy Hunter? Hunter? Yeah. The video game? No, 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 the life action. Oh, well, yes, of course. Absolutely. Yes. That's how we met. Yeah, exactly. I was supposed to kill you and we became best friends. I was like, don't go for my nuts. Yeah. And you're like, I never, and you looked me dead in the eyes yeah. and you said, that's the one thing I wouldn't do. That's a code. Honor among thieves. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's like the Uncharted game. And you're like, you like Uncharted? And I said, yeah. we should do a podcast. Yeah, this is how it started. And this is how it started. Yeah. <laughs> Tales all time, man. I had the bounty out for your name. Yes. Uh, and you got all the information you wanted. I did. Yeah, yeah. I gave it up immediately. <laughs> you threatened breaking my pinky. And I'm like, but then how am I going to game? Yeah. And it was I also just threatened to kill all your family members. You know, things that, like that. But that didn't get me. No, 100%. No, no. But that pinky. That's my cocaine pinky. That's my cocaine pinky. <laughs> how am I going to wear all those cool rings I have? Welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, the Mikey who shagged me. <laughs> uh, there's some days where I'm like, that's actually, that's actually really good. Because there's also something very uh, self-deprecating about it that's very funny. Yeah, and also something that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but it kind of does, but it doesn't. It's like a funhouse mirror. Exactly. Yeah. It's like an AI wrote a script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, those those notorious lies. Yes. Uh, Mikey, how you doing, buddy? Not too bad. You know, yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm excited to play a game that I've always loved that I, you know what? When you talk to the right person, they love the game that we're doing this week. And then you talk to the wrong person, oh. like I'm sitting across the ah, room from, I see. I see and they don't here. have any experience with the game. I've never played Spy Hunter, which is the game we're doing this week. Spy Hunter is somehow an underrated game, hmm. even though it's, been referenced tons of times yep. in popular culture. People who like it absolutely love it. Um, but look, we're not here. We're not here to talk about Spy Hunter. It's fine at the title of this podcast. Look, if you're new to this podcast, yeah. first of all, thanks for listening. Secondly, typically what we do on this podcast is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's something that we've had an affinity towards one way or another. We rate and review the game as we remember it back when we played it. Then we take a little bit of a break, play the game, play some of the audio or the video over on YouTube, and then we come back and rate and review the game as it holds up in the modern day. But before we do that, yeah. we like to take a swift, like we're driving the Interceptor itself, oh. left turn, nice. run a couple spies off the road, yeah. and talk a little bit of nonsense for a little while yes we talk a little nonsense we will get to spy hunter don't worry we will get to it yeah it's gonna take a while uh <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on mikey How, how's life what's 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 up what are you doing well you know what i was doing all right but now that you're making me answer that question again i'll yeah. say worse than i was 10 seconds ago. really yeah yeah just I, by me asking again yeah I it's like it's like your credit score if you check it again it goes down somehow why is that okay the credit score, like, hey, we can talk about capitalism all we want. <laughs> credit score is like the clearest sign that they are they hate you. Yes. <laughs> they hate you as a person and they're trying to make your life worse. Why? Why? It makes, okay, so I thought you were going to have a legit answer for it. It no. just doesn't make any no, sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. They're punishing you because they're like, if you have to check, it's kind of like, uh, what's the price? Well, if you have to ask, you can't you afford, can't it. afford it. it. Well, yes. that's stupid. Yes. <laughs> what a stupid answer that it is. It is very stupid. And, but the, the closer I look to that saying, the more I actually do understand it, where I'm like, go on. Oh, there's a certain amount of money where money doesn't matter. Like yes. literally doesn't matter. You need to be so absurdly wealthy that yes. you could go like, in order to buy care. a purse that costs $30,000. Yes. Why would you care about the cost? That's funny. That was the price in my head too, where it's like $30,000 and somebody's like, 
Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get put it on my credit card. It's like your credit card is $30,000 on it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Let me check my credit score. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh no. it went down again. No, I can't use that anymore. Well, Andrew, we went uh, over the weekend and if you haven't heard uh, over on our Patreon account, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast, you can join the mushroom club. We just did ghostbusters. We, we did, did a spoiler cast of ghostbusters. It came out a week ago yeah. to the day. I think. Yeah. Go ghostbusters afterlife to uh, almost a week ago, almost the day after. Yeah, okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah. So Ghostbusters Afterlife, we do. We went to see the Jason Reitman film in the theaters and then talked about it uh, extensively over uh, over on the Mushroom Club, our Patreon. I've been, and, I've been thinking about it a lot. Now that you're a week removed from it, any any changes in your thoughts? I like it less. Oh, really? Yeah, I, there, there's a lot to like about this movie. It's very charming. And uh, I think we, we talk about this extensively over there. So go over there and listen to it. But there's such a divide of yeah. going like, this is such a handholdy reference machine about the original movie, but it's also a family coming together story. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I find this quaint and I like it. But when they hit you over the head at the end, and I'm not going to ruin anything by going like, this is a Ghostbusters movie. Yes. I'm like, mm, I do not like. This I part. agree. The more I think about the end, the less I like yeah. the overall package. But I still, man, I had a good time with it. I still recommend people go out and watch it. Absolutely. If you like Ghostbusters, absolutely, you need to go watch this. Yeah. Like for sure. But I just mean as like a movie, it's like it almost feels like a favor or something like that. Like, am I, am I in the Ramis family? Oh, like, is this why they're showing this? Like, like this was the will reading or something. Yeah, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. No, go. I, I, okay. So, so ghostbusters aside, one thing that I do want to talk about, obviously, you know, I, I play a lot of video games. What? Uh, it's just something I do. Something I love to do. Huh? It's a pastime that I use to pass the time. Yeah. I guess this will come out eventually. Yeah. 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 Someone, someone would find out. Uh, so I just started a new game. <laughs> Any other skeletons in those closets? Oh, <laughs> Some of them aren't even fully decomposed. Oh, so God. what would I call it? Just a body in the closet? Uh, yeah, yeah, bodies on the floor or bodies in the closet. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't let them hit the floor. <laughs> I hang them. They're, they're on hangers. They're on hangers. Do you put that around the rib cage or something like that? Yes, on exactly. Oh, oh so nice. you've seen it. Yes, you've, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my mom bought me when I was a kid okay. a book, a picture book, a pop-up book called uh, There's a Body in the Closet or or A Jesus. Body Under the Stairs. Like these two horror books. I think that's called things. A Telltale Heart. Yeah, could you imagine? Yeah, that's what she got me. No, they were, but they were terrifying books, and and I don't know why she always bought me things that were scary. But I think that's one of the reasons why I'm such a little scaredy cat when it comes to horror movies and and, and books and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's funny. Do you think that it you getting exposed to that at a young age made you more scared? Sometimes would you think that would desensitize you to well, it? No, because I think when you're so young, yeah, and impressionable as I was, when you see a pop out <laughs> book. Where like you turn the page and a ghost face comes at you from Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's like, protect your neck, and you're like, ah. <laughs> it's like, I didn't, and they hung me. I'm like, oh, okay, mixed okay. signals. I'm <laughs> so confused. <laughs> so when you do that, your child brain, and I know you can relate to this, okay, cannot differentiate between real and fake. Yeah. So the the stakes were so high. Yes. When I read something scary, because I was like, this book is physically going to kill me yeah yeah and i have it i think and then the door shut on that part of my brain because i avoided horror and in my mind when i go but when i try to open it up again it's like but that's probably going to kill you yeah so it's driving you mad behind a closed door yeah, much like a telltale, telltale heart. heart thank you yeah, there you go uh you know i i do get that but like and there's certain things i think we talked about it even last week but it's like uh how you you still are afraid of like sharks i'm, I'm saying oh you, yeah like we yeah are afraid of sharks like even in a pool Yes. Like your brain logically knows. It's so mean, your brain. There's no sharks in this pool. Yeah. Uh, in this motherfucking pool. So, <laughs> but it doesn't stop it from going like, oh man, I don't know. Because the unknown is always very scary. That's yes. why we're scared of dark, so, you know, like things without light or something yes. like that or deep waters. Um, 
but yeah, it's like, it's amazing. I think we even referenced that in last week. So it's like, it's amazing that your brain can just turn off and go like, no, you should be scared of this right now. It is, it is. And, uh, uh, oh, can I, can I bring up something that's been haunting me for a while? Don't, don't say No, like not like an actual ghost. Oh, okay. Um, you just like reach into your pocket. You're so like, this you is know, a ghost, Larry. One of, <laughs> he's he's right behind me. you. You don't see him. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, the thing of, um, Uncanny Valley, we talk about it all the time, yes. all the time in the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what there was this there was this really good article about uh the idea that we have built fear fears into ourselves okay. as a predatory instinct of going of of self-survival yeah right of going like we're afraid of it's like when spiders people, spiders could be poisonous exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. even though they're little there's or no rational reason to fear something like why that. are you afraid as a very young kid yes even before you know that it's just an instinct you have why do we have the ability to detect uncanny valley and why does it make us so unsettled? It's not something that we were ever taught. It's just something like, whoa, I don't like that. And it was this whole idea, like this like theory, but it's like fictional theory, but it scared the hell out of me of going like, why have we been taught to do this? Has, has this ever happened in human history oh, that we've been like taught AI to- AI pretending like a Blade Runner situation. Exactly. Like, I mean, what if it's, I mean, look, I I think, mm-hmm. not to get too scientific on the okay, retrograde no, podcast, but mimicry in nature is common. Mm-hmm. Uh, either to get close or to pretend, pretend like uh, this this animal is something other than what it is. The monarch yeah. butterfly has like eyes on its wings, yeah, and things like that. Chameleons. So maybe we snakes. should be able to see when something is is close but not quite right, and we fear it because something pretending to be something else is worth fearing. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I think that's pretty good. I like that explanation a lot more. More, but, more than an AI uprising, like yeah, <laughs> better, better, better than in seven hundred, we saw aliens that tried yeah. to imitate us, and we're like, <laughs> I don't like this. And we, we beat them back and never recorded never thought about it again. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I don't know. I was always like, man, that is unsettling. Yeah. You know, because there's always a big thing about people like, I have a, I have a terrible sense of smell. People always say that all yes. the time, right? And you're like, you don't though, because you can smell gas or you can smell when food is bad. Right. Or you can smell, like, right. you can smell d- defense things. Yes. You know what I mean? But you can't smell like your favorite cologne. Well, okay, deal yeah. with it. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Not, uh, not as important. Not yeah, as important. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so there, there's, uh, there's my uh, naturalist survival corner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next week, we're going to talk about how to can your own food. And, <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm interested. I'm yeah. interested. Thanks for all. We'll tune in next week. Uh, what I want to talk about before we got on this whole side note is that I have started a new game. Oh, you guys, as I mentioned earlier, I love games. Yeah, you do. Uh, the new game I've started is Returnal. I've finally oh, given it a yes, go. Yes, yes, and yes, I'm yes. honestly struggling at this point to turn on my PlayStation 5 and not hop into Death Stranding every so often. Jesus. It's so good. It's well, I, so good. The director's cut. The director's cut. Yeah. All of it is. Though. What what is what is the director's cut added to this game? A few different uh, uh, things that you can build, like pieces of equipment, a couple story missions, uh, uh, added interactions with with enemies, different combat, yeah. that sort of thing. But primarily, it's just kind of a fresh coat of paint put on something yeah. that I already very much enjoyed. Right. Uh, uh, the DualSense controllers work very well with it. So when oh. it's raining, you can feel it. There's like a, a, a clickiness to to shifting your weight one way or another, where you right. can kind of feel how hard you need to lean because there's resistance, which... I've said this before. The yep. DualSense controller to me is the most next-gen thing I've felt in a very, very long time. Right. Uh, even playing Returnal, for example, okay. when I when I get into that game, there's you're in uh, a biome where it's, it's kind of like, you know, it, it's raining or something like that when it is raining and you feel the raindrops and on a hundred different points in the controller on your hand and it's just this weird, you would think it would get distracting, yeah. but it just makes you feel like you're in the rain. That's it's, so it's cool. It's crazy how that weird subtle feeling of raindrops in your hand just immerses you that much more. Like that's I'm awesome. so in love with the dual sense controller. That's amazing. Cause like the PS4 controller, 
The one that never worked for me was the speaker in the controller. Oh, that I still hate. I, it's so dumb. Yes. And like, it's always tacked on. Like every sports game I ever play, like the umpire comes out of the controller mm. and you're like, what are you yelling at me for? Like, I don't know. And, or the buzzer for a basketball game comes out of that. And you're like, but nothing else does. So it just comes out of nowhere. You're like, oh, Jesus Catch Christ. you off guard. And it's such a shitty speaker. It's so bad. Like in, in I was playing Deathloop, uh, which I did beat. Well, everyone needs to. Now, hey, you're allowed to take victory laps. We take I enough. Will. Yeah, we I take think enough. I've taken three or four victory laps on this one. You deserve it. I know you deserve it. We, we take enough beatings on you for the, for the stuff you don't finish, which is plentiful. <laughs> uh, so when you do beat something, I, you're allowed to, yeah. Allowed to uh, you know, playing through death loop though, is you have a lot of interactions with this person who's constantly speaking with you. And if you have your controller speaker on, she speaks to you through the controller speaker. It's like your walkie talkie and it's like great concept. Yeah. But because the speaker is so shit, Sometimes a I can't hear what she's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B I uh, the the audio isn't synced up properly. Uh, so like my character on screen speaks before she's finished speaking in my <laughs> controller. Death Stranding is a similar thing where BB starts to cry through your controller. Yes. Sometimes I don't even know that it's happening because the speaker is just quiet. I've turned it up all the way. Yeah. Um. But I also playing Demon Souls. The first time I realized that uh things were sounds were coming out of my controller. It was throwing me off because I thought there was something broken with my game. I'm like, where is this sound coming from? I didn't know it could come out of yeah. the speaker yeah. uh, on my controller. So a lot to get used to there. But I took to Twitter recently and I asked for some uh, pointers on, okay. on Returnal, what to do. Mm-hmm. And it turns out people are very interested in telling you what to do with Returnal. I very much appreciate it, but that was a tweet that I could not handle all the replies to. Wow. It, got, it went crazy. And a lot of people giving a lot of good advice, but it just goes to show this was a game that kind of came out, was pretty popular, and then kind of went away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it got a recent update, which are you familiar with Returnal? No, I was going to actually ask you to explain it to me. So it's kind of like a roguelike, uh, uh, okay. a game where basically procedurally generated uh, levels and spaces and areas that you go into. Uh, every time you die, your progress is reset, kind of like Deathloop, but yeah. you, there are certain things that you can keep certain progressions that you keep time after time. But the most uh, important thing is time after time. After time. time. That's exactly where my oh, brain YouTube is going to ban us for, for oh singing that God. so accurately. Yeah, it's it's like pitch perfect. And by the way, we review it. It's a very good song. It's a very good very song. Good now song. we're allowed to say that. Yeah, four to five stars. Um, uh, so so the most important thing isn't really the the upgrades as much as it is your own experience playing the game. Okay. So so I've always I've always been a fan of that sort of thing. Um, so far I'm really enjoying it. I, I I got a lot of good advice about remapping some of my controls, which I've already done. When you're playing a game and it gives you the opportunity to do a full remap of your controls, how often do you do that? Not not very often. Really? I at least like to try it default because it's like, well, they probably know what they're talking yes. about. Because like, it's like, well, I don't need that button. And then I'm like, oh shit, I do need that button. Where did I put it? Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, like kind of thing. So I usually allow them to do it. And if I get really good at it, like there's there's very few games I remember doing it. Like I will do it for Overwatch. Okay, like, yeah. I yes. changed yes. a lot of them to the- like, Every character I've remapped 100%. manually on Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. So like those ones- uh, when I used to play Overwatch. Um, mm-hmm. How's that going for you? Oh, I, I've never thought about it twice. Uh-huh. What, how about you? How remember, about remember, how, remember a couple weeks ago we said we would stop playing Overwatch? Oh, Andrew, I don't know if you've, you can put words in my mouth like that. Is that not what you said? I don't recall even talking to you about Overwatch. Really? If, if I'm being honest, I think, mm. uh, frankly, I find it a little bit insulting that you would assume that I engage in a conversation about Overwatch with you. Yeah. Yeah. A game we've that had, I will had, never stop playing. Oh, oh. <laughs> so you just, you, we sat here said, huh? you know, it's probably for the best that we, that game that makes us upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to play it. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. And then you just, 
Kept on playing it. Kept on playing it. Yep. D- day after day. How's that going? I hate it. Yep. I should stop playing it. Yeah. Not gonna. Nope. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty where you're like, I know what is good for me. Yeah. We're going to have to have an intervention with your like family, your oh. dog. Like everybody's leave gonna leave my dog out of it. No, Frankie, more than any other <laughs> person in your life, person. She gets anxious when I'm playing and she yes. hears me. She's like, who the fuck is this guy talking to? Well, every time he gets on that computer and then he gets off, he yells at me and I don't know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> makes me realize maybe I shouldn't have kids. It's worth it taking out on a dog. It's a, yeah, you have two choices. You can have kids mm-hmm. and a life of fulfillment or Overwatch. Like, well, oh God, it's Overwatch and a life of being unfulfilled because I'm playing with kids. Yes, exactly. And they all insult me in ways that really hurt to my core. Uh, Why would I have kids? I have Winston. Yeah, I have Winston. And yeah. he's, I'm basically his kid. Yeah, exactly. He's my, my little baby daddy. I like I like that. There you go. So you're playing Overwatch. Okay, good. Okay, let's so go Returnal, back. So no, I, I always remember my controls i oh, usually do give it, i give it a shot to get a sense of like how often i'm going to be doing different okay. things but if in any game you give me the ability to map jump or dodge any of my evasive maneuvers to a uh, trigger mm. i'm doing it every single time really? 10 out of 10 times because i love the idea of being able to jump dodge dip Duck, dive dive d- d- whatever dodge a wrench justin long yeah. told me to do uh back so many years ago buy a mac buy <laughs> <laughs> didn't listen to john hodgman where's at all. the button for buy a mac <laughs> you say that out loud it will be there eventually yeah, honestly that'll be, be the options button yeah and it would have heard it through my google speaker i'm like how is mac <laughs> listening to me this? why am i speaking in this voice um uh, so i love because it frees up my my right thumb i think okay. it's a very tactical choice you okay. can you can aim dodge <laughs> I, I, I believe you no, stop. i don't i feel like the way you're looking at me is insulting stop accusing me of stuff it's insulting Andrew. okay yeah you know i just thought You'd be better at Overwatch if it really frees up your thumb, but whatever. Andrew, I will What am I, you. a 12-year-old on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What about you, Andrew? What, what have you been doing? What's, what's oh. been passing the time for you? You know, I started playing NBA 2K. Oh, nice. Um, I was thinking today, because I saw an advertisement for NBA 2K. Uh, Men, life was great when I loved basketball. I used to love basketball. What stopped you? I just, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. But I saw like the gameplay. You've said before that you think basketball is one of the best video game interpretations of a sport that you can play. I really really do. Especially, especially since the the control changes about five years ago really have changed the game. You know what I mean? It just, it makes it so much fun to play independent basketball on top of like, you know, a little bit of- uh, For the layman. Not me, but for the layman. Sure. What control changes have been? So like they moved everything to, you know, kind of a freestyle stick that- What the fuck is he talking about? Okay, so- when you play video game basketball, that's good so far, right? Yeah. yeah. So you play basketball on video games. Okay. You're sitting on a on a on a no, desk. No, 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 no. The video game is basketball. It's basketball called basketball. Is a video game. It's no, it's called it's called NBA 2K. So there's oh, okay. many different series. There was the live one growing up. There's uh-huh. NBA Live. Uh-huh. There's NBA Jam. Uh-huh. Uh, there's NBA Street. Uh-huh. Uh, there's probably more. I, I'm more of like strawberry grape. The NBA jam, I just... Oh, yeah. Are you a marmalade person? You marmalade over NBA all yeah. the time. <laughs> all the time. I'm always like, whenever you go out, like especially in a breakfast place, and they have like give you all the jams. It's always marmalade. And marmalade, Who's you're like, using that? who the hell is using this? I didn't know. Paddington can't be everywhere. Every time I saw it, the only reaction I would ever have is, yeah, that's Paddington's thing. Yeah. No, never known a person to eat it. I yeah. think it's a, a British thing. Yeah, my grandmother liked uh, uh, marmalade. But she's been... She's been 
dead in the ground for hey. not not nearly enough time. I'd say good riddance, but yeah. I wouldn't mean it. Nope. <laughs> Don't lie to her. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Sorry. So um, yeah, the so yeah, no, like the freestyle stick has like allowed you to create space and like feel the flow of the game. The best part about basketball is it's a it's a flowing game. It's same same as like where FIFA has gotten better right. in the last couple of years as well. You know, it's the game never stops really. You know, it just it's a continuous game. Um and and real life basketball started to imitate the way you play video game basketball threes and like it, it, so it just started feeling more you know real to life. That's that's always so fascinating because you brought that up as well and and it's been clear in things like the Madden franchise. Yeah, maybe I mean actually oh no definitely yes. in terms of the way it's played, but also almost more significantly is the way that it's broadcast. Mm, yes, uh, you could experiment with so much more without the limitation of where cameras had to be placed with different camera angles and things where broadcasters would watch it and start to think like oh this is a really cool angle to show. We need to find a way to get a camera there and change the way we're broadcasting. Totally. Instead of being on the sideline going left to right and looking at it, well, that was the easiest thing because they had less cameras back in the day, but right. people have now you know, gotten used to that. Now you can start shooting behind the quarterback and looking at the field like yes. he would. And yes. that's and that's like a very interesting thing. They're doing that with basketball too because that's on like my player, my career. Right. That's how you do it. You look at it at a half court going forward yes. and when the ball gets turned over, it flips around 180. It sounds clunky. It's not. It really works well. But now NBA coverage is starting to do that as well because yeah. you want to see what the point guard sees. Exactly. And it's it's just incredible the way doing it. But like, not only is that, but the gameplay has changed. Same with Madden. See, I, I've, by the way, I've used Madden was maybe the most important video game of all time to me. I've held up for two years now, not buying it because they it's just such trash and they just reiterate the same game and sure. expect you to pay $80 every time. And I'm trying to now like be strong. Whereas even NBA 2K, I'm like, I'll wait for it to go on sale. I've got the same thing with with the NHL franchise right yeah. now. I'm really tempted to get it. I haven't gotten it for, I think, two years. And yeah. I'm just like, maybe now is the, maybe I, this is the honestly, year. Honestly, it, it'll come around the Super Bowl and real life football will yes. get off. Real life NFL yes. will get off and I'll go, mm, do I want to play it just so I can keep that, yes. that like, you keep know, kick going? Somehow, yeah. But so I will say is like, now Madden has influenced real life NFL where like going out, going forward on fourth down, clock management. Right. There was always a joke. There was some article that I read on The Athletic about that some coaches are so bad at this. You could literally hire a 12 year old that's good at Madden and they would be better at it the because clock, they clock management because clock management because yeah. they've done this a thousand times. They know when to call timeouts. They yep. know when to and it's so true, which is scary. It's scary. Somebody that's spent their life in the sport is worse at it than a kid that's like, no, I know how to do this. Right. But I wonder if that kid would also then feel the pressure of the coach who's not yeah. doing it properly. You well, know? yes, like, a 350 pound man would go like, no, I want to play. And you're like, <laughs> give it a second. Like, <laughs> it's, I, I, I find that so fascinating, but are, overall, are you liking this iteration? I really am. It's yeah. beautiful. Uh, it's it like, I, it is funny though. I'll just say one more thing, but if it, I did the, my career, my player, yes. he looks like me. Uh, I'm not a very tall person. So I'm I got surprised it. you didn't make me. Oh, I thought that would have been it. cool. I thought about it. I've been cool. <laughs> Give me the goggles. Give me the goggles. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I was like, great. I can't wait to do this. So like, you know, I'm only 5'10". So in, in the world of basketball, I am very small. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm like, oh, I'll be fast and I can shoot. Yeah. No, it's all great. And so you do this whole thing. You can play in the NCAA tournament. You can go to the combine. You can do all these things so you can improve your draft stock. Sure. Really fun. Cool. And then it's all uh, mini games and stuff. Yeah. hundred yeah, 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 percent. It's yeah. like a fun way of like, you know, standing out one way or another. Right. And so you get to draft night and I'm like, gosh, I think I'm in the first round. This is going to be really exciting. And I sit there <laughs> and it's like first pick. No, oh, okay. That's fine. Second pick. <laughs> I come to the eighth pick and they're like, uh, you get a call from your agent. You're like, okay, this is it. And I'm like, the Orlando magic. <laughs> and it's honestly put a damper on me. Like, eh, I guess I'll play it. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. That was but, the, the first year in NHL I ever did uh, be a pro. I was like, I'm, it was the first year in, I think it was Oh eight or something that, yeah. that be a pro was a thing. Maybe, maybe Oh nine, something like that. Either way. Um, uh, I, I was so excited. I'm like, I'm going to do this the right way. I'm going to play in the minors yeah. and, and make my way up. 
And it's like, you've been drafted to the St. Louis Blues. And I spent a season with the Peoria Rivermen. And oh. I was like, this fucking sucks, dude. This sucks. This is miserable. I know. It's like what trying to think of the most unsexy teams to be drafted yes. to. And you're like, yeah, that... That sucks. I, and you know what? It, make me, it makes me feel for these players that have worked their whole life. Do something. They're like, oh, shit. My career is going to suck, isn't it? <laughs> Easy there, Jack Eichel. Hey. Hey. I hope he feels better. Um, go Golden Knights. Uh, whatever. Yeah. So, like, between that, there's just so much good on television, too. Like, there's so many. We're, you know, we've, we've been consuming so many movies. And, yeah. like, we're going to continue to do that over on the Mushroom Club, Patreon.com. We have some interesting stuff for uh, December that we're really excited about. Unfortunately, we can't talk Hawkeye yet. I know you and I will both be watching Hawkeye at the we same will time, be. but we're recording a little bit too far ahead of time. But we'll we'll do some <laughs> check-ins, I think, as as we get going. With Once that. again, episodes come out on Tuesday. That show comes out on Wednesday. Yes. A little tough to do. So, we might do, I think, the same thing that we did last time with the shows is that we'll do a huge recap of the yeah. season at the end over on the mushroom club uh but I, yeah i'm really excited for that that's awesome yeah a lot lots to watch as well uh just like if you're uh, driving down the freeway you got oh. a lot to watch out for maybe in your rear view mirror whoa what's in my rear view mirror uh, uh there's a there's a, a car coming and all of a sudden you're like well that makes sense it's a car i'm on a freeway well yeah but okay. it's, and that's what it's hoping you think oh because it's getting a little bit close and all of a sudden you're like those rims those are pretty cool rims. Yeah. But guess what? What? There are they're really spikes. The spikes, spikes it's come like ben out of Hur. the wheels like Ben Hur. <laughs> oh my god! And and they try they're trying to run you right off the road. Wow. By the way, have you ever seen those trucks? Because uh, the game of the week is Spy Hunter. Have you ever seen those <laughs> trucks? Have you ever seen those trucks that have like the the spokes on yes. the wheels? How are they allowed to have that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I always think that I'm like, wait. So I really can't get close to this truck. Yes. Like, like never that I would get within inches of a truck. Right. But like, my god, it just feels like like. If something goes wrong, yes, that's really bad news. What if he has to swerve and he like cuts up the side of my car? Yes, I, that actually would be pretty cool, man. That'd be pretty cool. Be pretty makes you cool. Make a game about that. Make a game about that as well. Spy Hunter, a game that <laughs> came out in uh, arcades in 1983, developed by Bally Midway, aka oh. Midway. Midway. Uh, a game in 1983 that was decently popular. 84, 85, it remained as one of the top five arcade games in the United States. Wow, and that got me thinking. Remember back in the day when a game would come out and that was just a game that you played for like five years, yeah. like in the arcade, oh, yeah. like yeah. Pac-Man still is there. Street Fighter yes. would be there for, for so long. Do you think that's why it's been so impenetrable to get new arcade games in? I think so. I think people are looking for different things. There was a time where when you went to an arcade, the graphics and the capability that an arcade had because of the infrastructure of arcades in general yeah. uh, was so much more powerful than what you could get on a home console. So yeah. it's like you go there for like the glory and the spectacle. Now, when I think about an arcade game and these little like 30 to 60 second tidbits of gameplay, I'm like, that sounds fucking awful. Yeah. Like I would rather spend $80 on a game and play it and know that I didn't have to continue and stand there and touch the same joystick as some grubby little 12 year old kid who took a break yeah. from Overwatch that well, night. Well, yeah. He's like, wait a second. What's your screen name? You're like, oh, I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you say that and then you go to the arcade and they're like, oh, it's the Death Stranding one and you have to put on a backpack. I would like, play that in a heartbeat. See? I would play that see? in a heartbeat. I mean, that is kind of the thing, right? Where arcades have now become this thing of immersion, but like think yeah. About the technology and the cost you have to put into something like that, the licensing fee as well, because it's not going to be uh, uh, Kojima Productions putting that game. Although Hideo probably would do that. He would. Seemingly, yeah. he makes experimental stuff all the time, all the time. that he wants to do. Yeah. Um, like you're right, because 
arcades are gone pretty yes. much for the, for the most part. They're now pretty much barcades or they are VR shops. Yes. And there yes. are a ton of VR shops where we live in Toronto and I have not been to a single one of them. So I, I and we should, by the way, maybe we should do this on a patreon.com. Honestly, but, yeah, I'm um, sure there's some good stuff there. Actually, someone recently tagged us in a, in a video, uh, but it was like playing a paranormal activity game or something like oh, that. Yeah, like, yeah. You need to do this. And I'm like, guess what? Never. No, that's never awful. Just like the idea of, of putting myself in a situation. I already suck with scary games Yes, and you're making it more scary to me. Yeah. Harder to run away. Yeah. Like instead of like turning my controller around to go like, he's behind me, isn't he? I have to turn my actual whole, my whole big body. Yes. (laughs) My big boy body. My big boy body's (laughs) got to turn around in space. Like, I, I'm sorry, that sounds awful. It would probably be a good content, so we probably will do it eventually. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's a VR thing seems, I'm not gonna use use the word impenetrable again, but it's like there is a barrier to entry for yes. me in this one where I'm like, it feels like such a commitment. Yeah. Where instead of a sliding couple of coins and I'm like, hey, what are we doing? Let's do this thing. Um, yeah, I don't, I, and I wonder where that is too because I wonder where that difference is. Yeah, I, I think that it's the kind of thing where arcades were just a thing of a certain era. Yeah. It's just eventually going to go away and it makes me wonder about movie theaters in general, although the difference is, is it's one-to-one. Like yep. you you get the same, in, in fact, it's always going to be bigger and better at a movie theater yes. compared to what it is uh, at, at your home. Um, but I just think that the comfort level, well, like you and I went to Ghostbusters and yeah. what a great experience. Going I love going to the theater. I love going to the theater. Jason Reitman coming on screen beforehand, <laughs> thanking us for going there in the most awkward clip that we've seen before. Yeah, he held up a piece of paper and he's like, thank you, Mikey. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. I'm like, what, how many times did he do is this? He's back there right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's in, you see his, his shadow in the projection, like holding up a microphone. Um, so I, I, uh, so I don't know that arcades are ever going to come back into prominence. They were, I, I just can't imagine that's going to be the case yeah. i'm okay with them existing as barcades and th- them only being classic games yeah. i'm good with that i've never gone to an arcade and seen a new game and been like i really want to spend five bucks on that i know i had like but i, I loved going to an arcade as a kid oh yeah and like i just it kills do me do you that- think kids have that desire at all anymore no yeah. i think but the video games mean something different yes. video games were very social back when we were growing up you couldn't wait to have people over to play video games physically in the same space exactly yeah, like yeah. putting a coin down and playing somebody else yes. in a thing like that was always like a, a part of video games to me now it's a very isolating experience even though you're talking to somebody halfway across the world yes it's very isolating you put on a headphones and you're like it's a solemn in a dark room yep. <laughs> type thing yeah whereas that that feels so different to me so if you said oh you got to go talk to people and play stuff they'd be like what the fuck no what yeah the hell? yeah you know yeah. and i and i I don't really blame them for that too. It's the convenience is so, you know, so high, so easy yeah. now to play video games. It'd be so tough to go like, I have to go out. And especially compared to like a free to play model. Like yeah. I can play Fortnite for free or for spend free. $5 to play 30 seconds of a game that is, is only good because there's like an interactive element to it. Yes. Like a physical element. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I'd, I'd drop five bucks on silent scope and play that game I again. That game. I was, was thinking about that game. game. That was a great one. Yeah. Uh, but not more than five bucks. No, I'm not going to spend whatever it would cost now, like 40 bucks to beat the game. For sure. And like, you know, it's so funny because now it is free to play in arcades. You just got to buy alcohol. So yes, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Which actually, not hey, so bad. Not so bad. It's good to do it anyway. Uh, you spoke about the uh, the importance of co-op gameplay back in the day. Yes. The, uh, this game, Spy Hunter, the 1983 version, did not have uh, co-op, but it was ported from the arcade to the NES by Sunsoft, not Midway. Uh, and then... Yeah. The NES actually got the exclusive rights to the direct sequel to Spy Hunter, which did have co-op. Right. You can kind of play side by side, which was which was a lot of fun. This one does not. Uh, very interesting game. Are you familiar with the, the gameplay and kind of what the whole look and feel 
realism. Yeah, it was like a top down on yeah. a highway cars like yeah. kind of Frogger style. It's it's yeah, basically you're just <laughs> trying to yeah, you're not going with the road. Yeah. You're trying to cross it. Kill as many frogs as possible. Kill as many frogs <laughs> as you possibly can. Uh, it takes place in Paris. Oh, very nice. Uh, oh, French. French frogs. Yeah, oh boy, I have. I love the French. <laughs> I have French friends. I love. I love the way you your food. I love. It's great. It's great. It's phenomenal. I, I'm a huge fan of cigarettes. Uh huh. <laughs> um, so this one though, it, one of the things that fascinated me that I didn't know about it. You're basically you're in a a uh, car. They call it the Interceptor. It may as well be the the Aston Martin that is always in yes. uh, a Bond movie. And I learned in doing some research on this game, it was originally supposed to be a James Bond game. It oh, was wow. supposed to have the James Bond license and the song that played while you were playing was supposed to be the James Bond theme, cool. which would have been awesome. Obviously. Okay, so you stop when I start. There you go. Very good. Nice. Thanks, man. I appreciate you doing that for me. No problem. I got you. Harmonics. What are we going to make a new rock band game? <laughs> Honestly, wait until we have to do. Uh, I've been thinking of a way to do that because yeah. I think that would make for a very good uh, noisy episode, but a good one nonetheless. Yeah, where we could only play five second clips of anything we're doing at any time. <laughs> yeah, switching over and over and over and over. Because <laughs> the copyright. Yeah. And um, now Aerosmith. And just cuts out. <laughs> well, that was fun. That was fun. Um, so so uh, it obviously didn't get the James Bond license and it couldn't use the James Bond theme, but it used the Peter Gunn theme. And you know, uh, uh, what's Peter Gunn theme? Dun, 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 oh, I love that. Yeah. Which is awesome. I think the blues brothers uses it at some point to the point. I used to play this game as a kid thinking that it was the spy hunter theme, not that it was the Peter Gunn theme. Okay. So every time I heard it, I was like, man, this game is really a lot more popular than I realized. Yeah. Not noticing that it was actually just borrowing something else that was much more popular. Yeah. hundred percent. That's how I feel about most of Austin Powers soundtrack when I was a kid. Yes. Like, uh, Basin Nova, whatever the opening, the opening theme is. Yeah, exactly. I thought that like, well, that's Austin Powers theme. No, it's been around for a long time. I actually didn't know that. Yes. That's disappointing. They didn't make it for that movie. No. Okay. I got to change my ringtone real quick. Ringtones, remember those? Yeah, I, I now everything is on silent for me all the time. Yeah, I couldn't imagine listening to it. Like, oh God, shut up. You know people who use the bell ring? Like that, like, yes, or, or uh, I'm sorry, if you still have clicking on your phone every time you type, oh buttons, God, turn that off. Right uh, you should send straight to jail. Turn that off right Get now. Get out of here. Uh, uh, I, yeah, all sounds just about on my phone and to the point where like, if I open up Instagram or something and a sound plays, it like startles me a yes. little bit because I'm not, I'm expecting the sound to be off. And I, turn I, it on I muffle it like I am like hiding under the boards and the Nazis are coming. Yes. Like I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like I just like smother it. <laughs> uh, like, I, like I've done something horrible to people around me. Like, oh my God, an ad. Like Jesus, you it's, know. Like, it, and I always feel embarrassed when people around me hear my phone. Yes. But that's, I mean, that's because you and I are good people. Mm-hmm. Unlike the people who ride public transit using the speaker on their Phones. or everybody on speakerphone everybody's on speakerphone miserable, miserable. just holding their phone in front of them i i've said this before on the podcast uh i was in china for some work in 20 towards the end of 2019 believe it or not uh-huh. like december of 2019 <laughs> we're and, in china uh 700 kilometers away from wuhan <laughs> oh okay cool that's that's true very nice. close by train it turns yeah, out yeah um but we were uh i was there and i didn't realize everyone uses uh wechat yeah and they send voice notes to one another right and they play those voice notes through their phone speaker. Yeah. So instead of when you're in a crowded area or like you're on public transit, instead of hearing people speak to one another, you hear someone speak into their phone 
and then replay yeah. what the other person's saying. So it's like they're having a communication with an AI and it took me a long time to get used to. I didn't sleep very much on that train. I can imagine so. Yeah. I, like, as much as we like make fun of like AirPods for like, yeah, everyone's got AirPods. Oh it's yeah. Like, thank them. Thank them so they're not holding their phone to their like three feet away from their face and going like, what do you think? You exactly. Know? Exactly. Um, okay. So uh, quickly, just to break down the gameplay here, you yes. drive the Interceptor. As I mentioned, it's yes. basically the Aston Martin. Uh, the arcade version had a sit, sit down version and a stand up version, but for the most part, you had an actual uh, uh, wheel to use. Okay. You shift the gears wow. up and down to determine your speed, which was a lot of fun. I always love a little bit of that interactivity. Obviously, too. the NES didn't didn't have that. Um, you can't, you're not supposed to destroy non-enemy cars, uh, but you're supposed to destroy as many of the enemy cars as you can. Some of them are armored. Makes sense. Some of them, so you have to ram them off the road. Some of them you can shoot. There are different weapon pickups. One of the coolest things about this game, I remember as a kid, because you got to keep in mind, you know, I would have been playing it in the 90s, but uh, like early 90s, but in the 80s when it came out, this would have been even cooler. There are certain points when like a truck comes onto the road yep. and it pulls up in front of you and drops down like a little ramp oh. and you drive into the truck and it gives you a weapon upgrade and you come out and you can use it like a so little upgrade. Cool. It's the coolest fucking thing yeah, in the world. Yeah, that's so cool. I remember because I played this game at such a young age, it's 90% relying, reliant on your imagination mm. that you are the super spy. Yes. But when you get in a rhythm in this game, I remember it feeling so goddamn cool. It's kind of like, like there's no end to the game. There are yeah. different levels and stuff and you can, you can make progress, but it's basically just, a score like you ramp up your score you right. know it's like a pac-man you go level yeah. to level but you're not there's no end game to it so the, the farther you go the harder the enemies get the more uh uh non-enemy cars there are to avoid right and it, it it just becomes this this uh attempt to like a puzzle game rack up a higher score to me it was never about the score it was just about like how many of these fucking super spies can i kill I yeah felt 100%. Awesome. the legacy so when i actually yes. recommended we do this game okay i'm glad you're bringing this up you, I was like, I was like spy hunter. You're like, I know of it. Haven't really played it. Yeah. And then you sent me a picture. <laughs> I said, what the hell is this? What the hell is this? <laughs> Tell me the picture that you sent. So me. it's a picture with like an incredibly futuristic, stupid looking car. And uh -huh. in the background is Dwayne, the rock Johnson, but Dwayne, the rock Johnson before movies. Like it looks like still as a wrestler. Yeah. Like it's, he's, it's, it's not Dwayne, the rock Johnson. It's thicker. Rocky Maivea. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a little thicker. He's not as ripped. You yes. know what I mean? And I'm like, what the hell is this? So apparently, so spy hunter got a spiritual successor in 2001 on the PlayStation two and the Xbox. And on PS two, it was actually a very well received okay. game. I played it. I actually really enjoyed it. 82% on Metacritic, like not bad. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. It got that got a sequel in 2003, but then spy hunter nowhere to run in 2006 was announced, or sorry, uh, came out. And that was the one that had The Rock in it. But the reason it came out and you don't really know much about it is because it was originally supposed to be a movie tie-in to a movie that never happened. Oh my it went God. through a bunch of directors. It went through a bunch of uh, uh, actors. The Rock was the first one to sign on. And eventually they got to the point where they're like, this isn't fucking happening. Let's just release the video game without oh the movie. Oh my God. I know. I wonder how many times that's happened. Like that's, that feels that's so unique. question. Yeah. And how many times that game ever ends up being good. I bet you they just had so much money dumped into it. They're like, just recover what you can. We don't care if it's broken. Did they ever try and switch into like more of like a sandboxy GTA type thing? No, it was more like a, like a, like a, 
an original Need for Speed or something like okay. that. Like you're kind of on rails, but it was these wicked things that were like, and this this happens in Spy Hunter in this game as well, where like if you jump over the water, your boat or your car turns into a boat. Cool. So it like kind of morphs. And I remember back when slow motion was a very cool and kind of new thing in mm-hmm. video games around this time in 2002, your car would jump off a ramp and it would morph into like a boat. Yep. Uh, you'd, you'd go through the water and everything. If you took too much damage, it would, it would pop into like a motorcycle as like your last line of defense kind of thing. Like Spy Hunter on PS2 was a really fucking cool game. That sounds awesome. Uh, and that, and, and I was one of those rare kids when it came out who actually knew about the original as well. Right. And I was like, so I was, I was all for it. How I did you know game. about the original arcades? No, you know what? It came out on a flash site. You know how they had those oh, flash yeah, yeah, games yeah. and there was spy, maybe like addictinggames.com or like right. shockwave.com or one of those ones where they would just have these random games and, and spy hunter came out on that. I guess there was like some, some code that leaked, but it was called spy hunter okay. and it had the, the audio for, for spy hunter as well. Uh, and I loved it. I, I would play it on my huh. computer all the time. I go. got pretty good at it. Yeah. Cause 83 outdates our birth by yes. a, quite a few years. Exactly. So, exactly. So it would have been probably mid nineties that I was playing it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but I, I I I have such a vivid memory of probably more than most puzzle games playing mm. this one. Like you know how sometimes you play a puzzle game, and you're like, oh, you know, a couple rounds, whatever. Yeah. This was one where I would keep coming back. I played it for weeks. So you classify this as a puzzle game? As a score based game, yeah. Puzzles probably not the word. I would I would classify it whatever you would call Pac Man, like okay. a score based strategy. Stra- uh, yeah. What would you fuck? What logic? Would you call? I don't know. No. No. Okay, okay, not relax. logic. Okay, relax. Wow, I, someone, game? someone, <laughs> <laughs> someone is yelling at us. Yeah, because there's what do you, what obviously would you call that? Let us know. Yeah, yeah arcade, like, like almost just like an arcade game. Yeah. Like that's like arcade yeah, style. Sure. Either way, the uh, so the Spy Hunter movie was originally supposed to be uh, directed by John Woo as well. Like it was actually going to be something big. And the 2006 version was eventually released by none other than Terminal Reality, the company that made the 2009 Ghostbusters game that we did last oh week. Oh my God. What, it all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. Wow, that's incredible. Unlike this game, which is just one long yeah, road. No does not does not. I guess Earth is beginning. a circle and this road just goes around it flat. Like That's true, uh, depending on who you ask. Oh, we're doing a flat earth thing here. Uh, we're not, uh, we're not doing it. The earth is doing it and okay. we're commenting right. on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I don't, I don't know how much more we want to talk about this game. Thanks. <laughs> I, you didn't want to let, you didn't want me to get into questioning your flat earth uh, opinions. It's not, it is not an opinion. Where does it end? Uh, where the dragons are. And that's uh, why they, the, the water dragons. There be dragons here or something like that, right? Oh, so you do know about uh, this. I do. I've heard, I've, I've read some literature. Yeah, 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 Some, yeah. some yeah. novellas, some pamphlets. Where does it end? Hey, Andrew, let me ask you this. Yeah, where does space end? If you're it's, so smart. It's infinite. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it just never ends. <laughs> it just never ends, Mikey. That sounds logical. Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot we don't know about space. Yeah, and there's a lot you don't know about this flat earth that we're on. Well, checkmate, I guess. You know, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Oh, checkmate, the game that takes place on a flat board, huh? You see? Another logic game. You see? Yeah. (laughs) Another another arcade-based logic game. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm excited for you to play this game because I I think it's going to be bite-sized. It's probably not going to be a very long uh, gameplay portion because there isn't too much you do. You drive, you shoot, you bang, you bust, 
your weapon, dip, your spit, duck, dive, dip, duck, dive. You buy a Mac, <laughs> buy a Mac, and that's about it. Um, but I'm excited for you to play because I want to get your opinions on it. Uh, so we're going to go over to the other side. We're going to play the gameplay. Typically, what we do if both of you and I had played the game is we would rate and review the game out of four bits based on our initial impressions of the game mm-hmm. back when we played it when we were kids. Then give it another rating afterwards because you haven't played it. We're going to wait. We're going to rate based on what I thought of it as a kid, based on what you think you would have thought of it as a kid, mm-hmm. and then once again in the modern day. But that's all going to come after the gameplay. There so, we go. Uh, without further ado. Oh, hey, you love the French. I love the French. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to go play the game, guys. We will see you on the other side. If you haven't checked us out on YouTube, go check it out. Even if it's just for the gameplay portion, like subscribe, tell your friends, be our friend, be our friends. Cause I be need, I need someone other than the 12 year olds who play overwatch <laughs> with me in my life. Uh, we will see you guys on the other side. You can attend the intervention. Like it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So <laughs> here's it. the thing you don't have. So they, the, the truck has dropped me off at the side of the road. Yep. I don't have to go anywhere if I don't want to. How, do you think we just beat the game like this? Yeah, there were there was a, a racing game. I can't remember which it was, but at the start of the race, if you turned around and drove back the opposite way, yeah. there was like a super secret bonus to it. You could just U-turn it and come yeah, back around. Yeah. So we're, we're counting down on the bottom. So the countdown, you need to basically keep your score going up. Oh, so there's armored cars. So you need to learn what each of the different cars mean as well. If, if you hit any of the non-enemy vehicles, then that's really bad news because you're yeah. a spy. You know, you have a license to kill, but you, you got to be, you got to have Yeah, not innocent. Wow, this is really fast. Oh, oh. I, just, I hate one. There's one that has like a bunch of armor and I've always struggled with killing it uh, because you can't shoot it. Oh, here's, okay. So here's, here's one of the, uh, the weapons trucks. So if I can, you can hop into that. Okay. Oh. Okay, here we go. Yeah, trying to get oh. in. It's I, This is always hard. So trying there to get into go. the weapons truck, you have to really match it up well. Oh, the um, theme comes back. So now I have a little bit of a weapons upgrade. You can see the S in the corner up top. Oh, yes, right. And I oh. used it by mistake. Okay, I ran the nice. guy off the road. Oh, see, oh he's see, got spikes. guy's got spikes. Oh my God. Now, one thing that always threw me off is, is you don't, there's no gas button. You just press up and down to determine how fast you're going. Right. And obviously the faster you're going, the more of a risk it is that you're going to run into something right up front. This guy so badly wants to get to you. Yeah. So when the road splits and you're on the opposite side of someone, they just really want to hurt you. It's like if you trap a bug in a jar Yeah. and it's like trying to sting you. Oh, oh game over. Man, that's tough. It, it's tough. What is the, uh, oh man. And your rear ended someone. Comes- Kill the family. You killed a family. <laughs> uh, family spies? Yes. Okay, good. So what's the little uh, blue things on the ground? Like water or something? Yeah, so there's water spills. You want to avoid those. Oh, man. Tough, eh? That is tough. It's crazy how fast this game plays. I can't believe how fast it comes. Like, if you're at full speed. Holy smokes. You're picking up things. So 1987 Sun Electronics. So I guess that's when this game came to Nintendo. I was looking for that. I couldn't find it. I'm going to go real (sighs) slow. Yeah, take your time. But you can see, so regardless of how fast you're going, your score depletes in the bottom right corner. Your yeah. time depletes in the bottom right corner. It's funny that oh. simultaneously, there's not a lot you need to watch for, but at the same time, it's like a lot to like to, it, to keep up with. It really is. It's crazy. Like I, like I said, the speed is so outrageous in this game that I almost struggle to think how someone could play at the highest speed without just immediately dying. Like yeah. if they throw a truck at you or a car at you, you're dead. So the different car, uh, the different enemy cars have different capabilities. Yep. I didn't realize that limo guy could shoot from the side. Oh, this guy's boxing you out. 
He is. He's like uh, he's he's playing in the paint. There okay, I go. got a weapon here. Elbows super up. weapon. Oh, I can't, Mikey, you're I, on I, fire. I, I'm. It's it's hard for me to avoid the uh, the helicopter, which thankfully just gave up and isn't trying to kill me. Anymore. Yeah, because you have no way to kill it unless you have a surface to air missile. It's weird because like everyone loves spies. Obviously, spies yeah, are great. So, well, yeah, and you know who loves spies? The many people they sleep with. Oh, Andrew, and 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 boy, do they. And boy, do they, they sleep with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. The the problem is, it's easy being one. Mm-hmm based on this game yeah it's like you will die eventually but like i killed a bunch of the other spies mm. i'm pretty good at killing spies you're in like the plus you're in the plus minus you're in the plus oh i'm a definitely in the plus yeah my, my my kill death ratio is something that i think q would be very proud of yeah q would be like you killed a lot of people good for you man <laughs> so okay. it's interesting because some of the cars if you hit from behind you don't immediately die some of them you do some of them are armored they can push you off learning the intricacies of each car is is fun like knowing how to deal with each one like don't let the limos get beside you because they'll shoot you don't let the uh the uh the armored cars get beside you because they'll bump you off the road so sometimes it's better to just outrun Man. them i am really good at hitting whatever the water is it's great i'm like super accurate when it comes well to your that. car's thirsty thirsty i thirst for some water <laughs> So now you got a smoke screen. So uh, B to do the smoke screen, and that'll that'll push the cars off the road when you when you have no other way to kill them. How often can I do this? I think you can do it for as long as the uh, the icons flash. He does. He breaks into. No, you. if you shoot him, they immediately come oh, back. Those okay. cars. What's the high score here? So you had nine thousand. I had nine. Let's, let's keep track of scores. nine four two. Let's, let's see what we do. Nine four twenty. Huh, buddy. Andrew, smoke weed every day. <laughs> you like that? That's how that song goes, right? Yeah. It's, it's the operatic version. Smoke weed every day. Brett Michaels originally sang that song. Nobody knows that. Oh, Louis Armstrong? Smoke weed every day. I just killed a family and took them down with me. They were spies, right? Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. They were spies. The dad was cheating on the wife, so. Oh, so it was a moral play by you. Yes. Okay, so we got a beautiful stretch Ooh, of highway, boy. probably the English highway based on the James Bond thing. Um, maybe this is the River Thames. For English James. <laughs> for, for English, English James. For English Jolly Goodfellow. For English James. Is <laughs> what kind of breakfast would you like, James? Full English. <laughs> what kind of pool shot would you like to hit, James? Full English. <laughs> Oh. Nice. You you got played, sucker. Oh, this guy's mad now. Oh, he's, he's like a B. Like Louis Hamilton. Louis Hamilton. Like Louis like Hamilton. Louis Hamilton. Talking about another full English. Okay, 15,935. Wow. Well done. Well done. I can't wait to not come close to that. Well, hopefully you don't, because then that means I win. Yeah, yeah, which is very important to you. It's It means a lot. I'll be able to <laughs> like sleep to come tonight. Back four to four. <laughs> so if you shoot a vehicle that isn't a spy, your score stops going up for a little bit. That's the penalty. Makes which sense. which is that's that's straight from uh the the embassy oh there you go andrew using slow speed to really do a number on these guys on these bad boys so andrew i don't think you've died yet no i haven't died Up yet thanks for putting that in the 4, universe 4900 5, yeah i did that oh, oh and i caught on to me andrew hit an innocent person then got shot by a limo i've done a really good job of killing a bunch of innocent people so far yeah it's hard it's hard work see this is the kind of thing i was so much better at this game as a kid where my runs would actually last like a significant amount of time i can totally imagine why as a kid i'd be better at this <sighs> i wouldn't have things to think about like i could just do this and turn my brain off yes and exactly. i'd be good at it whereas now i'm like did I pay my hydro bill? See, that strategy of uh, of slowing down to get behind the guys is is good. Because if you speed up to get away from them, you're probably just going to hit a uh, family. A family. Like, like that. I just did. Like that one. Yeah. 
That's it. Back to Winnipeg. <laughs> why why Winnipeg, Andrew? Uh, it's a Simpsons reference. Oh, okay. I don't know that show. Is it good? One of our more successful months we've ever Yeah, done. for real, for real. <laughs> but yeah, when you when you smoke them, it's not really that they that it kills them, it drives them off the road because yes. they try to avoid it, which is a cool little tactic. You yep. see behind you them just going and actually it says something about the AI too that they're like, uh oh, like that yeah. they like yeah. yeah. They're not re like they're not reactive fully. You know yes. what I mean? Okay. Andrew's using an innocent car in between him yeah, and the It's literally car. like I'm taking an innocent bystander and went like, you better not using, shoot. Using them as a body shield yeah, to the enemy. That's not usually how it works. So he kills them. So Andrew's- uh, uh, I'm Passing gear, 10. Gearing in, he's passing 10. He's got the armored car in the rear view mirror. That's good if he's not chasing you. When the road splits, if you're on the opposite side, you basically have like a pretty pretty clear, uh, clear route to victory. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, you made it to palm trees. This is new. This looks like a fucking Mario Kart level all of a sudden. Yeah, using the speed aggressively is like the way to go. Like up, down, and then slow down oh, to oh, nothing. Oh, like constantly gear shifting. Yeah, yeah that, that feels like- I, uh, Like sitting high actually feels like a mistake. Like sitting when you're going like really, really fast. And I think it's like stop, start, like a uh, little bit of chicken. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially because the faster you go, the more likely they are to throw a- uh, to throw a, a, a vehicle coming in at you and there's no way to avoid it. But when you have like the armored car chasing you, you, the only way to get rid of them is to go a little bit faster, but that's risky. Okay, your score's getting up there, Mikey. Looking pretty good. Oh, is it palm tree time? Is it palm tree time? Show me the palm tree. Yeah, palm trees, we're As, back. Uh, uh, what's that famous sports agent? Oh, sports agent? Yeah, show me the palm tree. Oh Whoa. boy, I'm being chased. This is actually, oh, I knew it. I got, I got cocky there. Six, five, 16, that's the winner. Two, five, that's it. Hey, let's, uh, listen, a quick one. A quick one, but, but that I was enjoyed fun. it. Yeah, that was Fuck fun. It. Let's do it. All right, let's go talk about this on the other side. Okay. Okay. You, you good with that? Yeah. Fine, I'm good with that. Jesus. And welcome back to the retrograde. Hey. What's up? You didn't see me here. <laughs> I didn't? Huh? <laughs> what? You didn't hear me? You can see me? Yeah, I can see you. Oh, I'm so fucking... Bad at this job. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get hunted so fast. God damn, Q's gonna be so mad at me. Yeah. In fairness. Yeah. I don't know why I'm telling you this as a non-spy. I was gonna say. Q told me I was in cloaking gear. Right. Yes. Uh, and then he said, "My uh, Mikey, your mission. Should you choose to accept it?" I'm like, different movie. And then, <laughs> and then Q said, "You have to go. Uh, you can't wear clothes underneath the cloaking thing." Okay. Because it'll interfere. And I said, okay, with gotcha. yeah, cloaking. I, I didn't come with clothes. I didn't plan on leaving with them. And then he said, you have to go uh, do this. You have to stand on stage at a lecture uh, in the cloaking, in the cloaking garb, which is, but you're naked underneath. Yeah. But no one can see me because I'm in the cloaking garb. Right, that course. was what I thought. But this just proved to me that mm -hmm. they were laughing for a reason. Was this like a hazing situation? I think it was a hazing Which, situation. Not, that's not, that's bullying. That's, what is this, the yeah. NHL? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> also, Q, since it's unlicensed, it's P. P. <laughs> I had to talk to P the other day. <laughs> uh, Andrew, what'd you think? Uh, fun. Yeah, fun, right? simple, fun. You know, simple is a great word for it. Yes, I would. I think I would love this as a mobile game. A hundred percent. This is like a proof of concept. Yes. Where it's like, wouldn't this be fun? You're like, yes, go make a game out of it. It's funny because back in the day, all it needed to be was this. Yes. And 100%. I was happy with it. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, I don't know that I could spend a ton of time with it, but mm -hmm. just playing it, it is very addicting. I, I, I feel like the one detriment to it, though, is the one, the w only thing wrong with it. <laughs> 
is that you can't kill innocent people enough. <laughs> uh, no, it's the fact that- you can't it, change sides and go, we should kill a bunch of innocent people, right? <laughs> you start taking out your trucks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, no, it's the fact that when you're going past a certain speed, there is no way to avoid what's coming. I was and say. I get that's a way of saying, like, don't always be at super speed. Yep. But it felt like sometimes I was in a situation where I had to get ahead of a car. And in order to do so, I had to speed up. And as soon as I sped up, it threw a car at me and there was no way to avoid yeah. it. Like, I felt like a lot of my deaths were unavoidable, mm -hmm. which in a game like this is not fun. Like, when I'm playing Pac-Man, yeah. every single time I die... Pac-Man is the Dark Souls of arcade games. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's some hot. That's good. I like that. Every time you die, it's your fault. Yeah. Always your fault. Well, with Pac-Man, it's all on the screen. Yes. How in the world can you get mad at it? Exactly. Like it's it's there in front of you. Like this one I get where it's like, of course it dropped right in front of me. Yes. That sucks. But like, yeah. And also back in the day, you know, the draw distance is very short. So right. you kind of whatever. I get that. But I can't believe I'm going to defend this game. But I think that's just part of the strategy. It's like you can't. You got to speed up to get past the armor trucks. Right. Okay. Totally understand that but they need to slow back down once you're doing it yes it's it's working in a three oh my god i guess a third dimension which for a flat 2d game it's kind of cool well isn't it kind of weird that uh i wouldn't have expected this but a lot of the strategy has to do with not using speed but using a lack of speed yeah. as a strategy like really slow i love things that down yes it was really cool it was like that was like finding a new muscle in your body that you didn't know you could use no you know what if i it and you know what like, that is your brain oh that's an organ, Andrew. That's oh, the most powerful muscle of all. That's your skin. <sighs> this is your biggest. Not my biggest. Mm. Do you know what your spleen does? Uh, gets removed after it bursts. That's my appendix. That's your appendix. <laughs> or your gallbladder, too. <laughs> what does my spleen do? Um, I don't know. So, oh, geez. Uh, you actually don't? No, I think it just filters things. I think it's like oh, a okay. kidney. So it's like a like a like a budget liver. All I know is that you it also inflates a lot when you uh, have like mono because it's working so hard to like help process things through your body. Oh. And so people uh, that like have mono, that's why you can't do physical activity. Not on top of like your, you're you feel like you're deaf, yeah. but it's because it's so inflated, you can explode. Like you could get like you could get hit hard and like it explodes. Oh, like your spleen burst. Yes, because I've heard of that happening. I've also yeah. heard appendix bursting. Well, appendix bursts all the time. Why do organs burst? Don't do that. Why are like haven't we evolved past this? Like, can't we just start being born without pinky toes and yeah, no, we no don't appendix need them. Uh -huh. Listen, I feel like we're this is a TED talk. I'll stand on stage in my in yeah. my my cloaking gear. Okay, sorry, uh, not nude in the cloaking gear. I'm sorry. Uh, you give the speech, and if people start laughing, well, no, it's because you're a real funny person. If you think about it, we're all nude under our cloaking gear all the time. Hmm. Makes you think. I always, by the way, too, <laughs> I always thought as a kid, your appendix exploding was like. Like a, like, like a bomb. Like a grenade yeah, going bam, off in your body. Like, oh yeah. my God, that guy's appendix exploded. Burst, bursting and exploding were two different things, but names that were used <laughs> yes. interchangeably a lot I love of the, the doctor would be like, it's imploding. I'm like, shut up, doctor. Because uh, <laughs> my dad, my dad's uh, appendix had to be taken out because it was going to explode. Oh. And I think his brother's actually exploded inside of him. That's which got to be messy. It's... Mikey? Yeah. No walk in the park. And uh, and I've always like, oh my, as a kid, you're like, oh my God, it yeah. went off inside of him. But it's like, no, it's actually much more boring and much more dangerous. Did you picture it would be like, like there'd be a, uh, a like a bump in, in his stomach mm -hmm. where it like, it's, it's like expanded. H.R. Geiger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like the, the paramedics would have to run away and turn over a gurney and hide behind yeah. it. 
He's gonna blow. Like man, yeah. HR Giger. We uh, oh, was it Giger? Sorry, I think so. I th- well, I think it's Geiger counter oh, as the thing. That's what it is. Him. Mm-hmm. But I I recently saw a picture like a couple days ago of his gravesite. Oh, and it looks so fucking cool that's, as you would expect it. To. Oh, I'm yeah, so yeah, glad yeah. to hear it's not boring. No, you know, no, for an, such an interesting person. Yes, exactly. By the way, if you don't know who we're talking about, he designed like the xenomorphs and yes. aliens, and like he's just a big prop master. And you know, yeah, yeah. He's the he's the uh, the uh, I was hoping his name would come to me, but it didn't. Muppet Man, but Jim for Hansen. adults. Jim Henson. Yep. For adults. Jim Henson for adults. Well, it depends on how you feel about the Muppets, but I guess I, yeah. For, I'll, for I'll children, with, mainly. Okay. I, I, you have said so few things that are more insulting than that to me <laughs> in my life. I did. How dare you? The Muppets for everybody. You love the Muppets. I, I love the Muppets and they'll do. teach you lessons about life. I, I, I know you do. I think this game can be for everybody as well. Cause oh, I played it? it as a little kid. Okay. Now I'm playing it as an adult. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, that may have been one of the quickest gameplay portions that we've done. Yeah, it's probably I mean, up there. Not, not a ton to really explore in this game. Um, the one thing I, I do think that this is missing, I've, I've talked about some of the, the faults of this game, but one thing I, I think it's missing is a desire to try again. Mm. A lot of the things felt very predictable in the beginning. Like the, you know, the power-ups are always going to be the same. The first one you get is going to be the smoke screen unless randomly it changes, but every single time we got it, it was yeah. the smoke screen. The levels shift as they're going to shift, but it, it just felt like the best way to play it was the most boring way to play it. Right. So I never felt like, oh, I'm going to go harder. I'm going to go faster. I'm going to go stronger. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do better this time. It felt like I'm going to dial it back. Yeah. I'm really going to take my time. Patience. Patience. Yes. Which is not the way of the spy. No. Well, is it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to reveal all my cards, but is, uh, yeah, like I, I, I do appreciate when games go like this, where it's like, you go really fast and they go, but yeah, you only use that power. Like when great power comes great responsibility. Of course, Uncle Ben. Uh, Uncle Ben. And yeah, yeah. so uh, it's teaching you that a little bit because of that draw distance, because of these things slowing down and going around them. Right. It's, it's, it's really, when, it when you pull that off, it oh, felt really cool. It yes. felt like you were outsmarting them. Totally. Um, I just feel like if the draw distance were a little bit more, uh, to make it so that you could very quickly shift into a higher gear without mm-hmm. worrying mm-hmm. that, of course, something's going to come off screen at you. When it works, it was great. When it didn't, it felt like it was just a luck of the draw thing. Yeah. And that's something that makes me think. Luck like, of the draw distance. Luck of the draw distance. Gotcha. Very well done, Thank Andrew. Thank you very much. Um, I'll be thinking about that forever. <laughs> Thank you, Mikey. I appreciate um, that. Uh, but it, it made me feel like I didn't want to try it again because it's like, you know, I could be having a very good run and die three times in a row. Like you spawned on the wrong side of a fork once twice, and, and in, in one run yeah. and it happened to you twice during that run and it killed you and you were having an otherwise very good run. Yeah. And it's not like, like again with Pac-Man, you die, everything gets reset. hundred percent. Everything gets reset. And it's like, here you go. You're That's not why it's a perfect get spawn camped. Yeah. No, hundred percent. That's why it's a perfect game. Cause yeah. it's like, it is completely in your hands, whether you do it or not. This one, you are relying on a, there is a little bit of luck involved. Right. Like there's just no way around it. Yes. Um, like any kind of like bullet hell game kind of thing, which yep. is kind of, there is a version of that that makes sense like this. Yeah. Um, there is a little bit of luck involved, you know what I mean? And and then skill can overcome luck a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think but I think people who love bullet hell games and probably people who love this game would hate what we're talking about right now because I know in bullet hell it is super pattern based. Mm-hmm. So it's like knowing exactly like they do this attack and you know exactly the path to get through things. Oh, uh, so maybe my comparison doesn't make sense because do you think there's a pattern to this game? No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. But I bet you there are people who are phenomenal at this game who when I talk about draw distance and all that are yeah. probably like, you're just not 
not understanding that yeah. when you shift up in gear, you have to do X, Y, and Z and this and that. We so. bring this up from time to time. There is always going to be a person at every game that we play yes. that is the best at it, right? In the world. And they're like, you guys are idiots. Like, well, do you just, remember when we did Tech Mobile? Yes. And and the the world of Tech Mobile, yes. competitive world that still exists, mm-hmm. came out of the woodwork yeah. to put us to school yes. and kind of happy it did. Cause I didn't realize how in depth that game was mm-hmm. uh, and how it's still very competitive. Like across the, the, the country, yeah. there are tournaments that happen all the time and there are people who are known as the best. It's almost like a, like smash bros or something yeah, like totally. for, for this game that that's, that seems to be almost like chess in the sense that on its face, it's very simple, mm-hmm. but the number of different matchups that you can get ends up making it very complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like remember we were talking about tech mobile and we're like, well, Bo Jackson's the cheat code. And he's like, actually, he's not as good as everyone thinks he is. He's good, but there's yeah. other players who are equally as good. Right. And it's very easy to shut him down. If you know what you're looking for. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, Look at us. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, we just picked up the game. So, yes. uh, you know, but like, you know, it's so true. So like, it's, it's hard to always cater to the best at everything. Cause yeah. you're like, well, you, you put a lot of time into this. It more casual people like us will be playing this game than the best in the world. Right. So that's just our opinion with that, because I think there is still a little bit of that draw distance lock that involved in this game. And you know how I know that is because casually I've played games like this and done a lot better and felt that it was a lot more fair. So if the only way to enjoy this game is to get so good at it that you memorize patterns, then that kind of gets rid of like, there are a lot of trade-offs. Pac-Man is a great game, very well made. It's so tight and self-contained that it is as close to perfect as you can get as a video game. The trade away when you go to something like Spy Hunter is that Pac-Man being what it is, is somewhat boring. It's somewhat monotonous. Spy Hunter, now you have a skin of being a spy, going fast, doing this, new guns and unpredictable enemies and procedurally Mm -hmm. generated, I'm assuming, uh, cars that are coming at you. Which makes it more exciting. Yeah. But then there's the other tr- the other side of that, which is it makes it less predictable, which then makes it less of a perfect game. So yeah, you're, totally. you want something more exciting, you get it, but it always takes something away Absolutely. from what you had in something like Pac-Man. And, you know, if you gave Pac-Man a gun. Oh. Right? Pac-Man's like, just makes it got a gun. Yeah, exactly. And it's by Hunter, no Pac-Man. So like That's plus or minuses, true. right? That's plus or minuses. True. Pros and cons. Um, uh, there are a lot of pros and cons to this game and maybe we get into it. Let's just do it. Now, uh, as we mentioned, typically what we would like to do on this game is rate and review the game based on what we thought a bit about it back when we played it as kids. Thought uh, a bit about it. Thought a bit about it. <laughs> when we thought a bit about it back when we were just kids. Um, the, uh, the only problem is I've played the game. You haven't uh, as kids. So Andrew, why don't you start us off by giving it your rating out of four bits based on what you think you would have thought about it. Had you played it, thought a bit about it. Had you played it back in the day? So back in the day, I would have been negative three when this game came out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, we assume mid nineties, mid nineties, great movie. Uh, so uh, yeah. Okay. In the mid nineties, if I went to an arcade and played this game, I think I would have found this intoxicating yeah. because it is spies and the music and the guns and the, like, you know, especially if you had that, uh, the, the wheel and the, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Up and oh, down. That, like that would make it so I, I would be all for this thing, but I will say, these style of games, and I brought a bullet hell and maybe that's a back yep. comparison, but like in my mind, uh, these style games were never super attractive to me because it, it requires a little bit of an investment to learn the code and learn the patterns and stuff like that. And I would have enjoyed the time that I put into it, but I wouldn't have put in the time that I would have to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sure, or Simpsons sure, games that were sure. sitting next to it. Um, so I would have enjoyed it, but it would have been a shorter time. So I'm going to give this a three out of four. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. I never liked 
the games that you could that you had to play and then replay and then replay and replay. Um, I what I hated about them is, you know, I'm thinking something like Pac-Man, even something like Tetris. Not that I hated them, but the thing that I always that that weighed on me was that once you get so good at it, the only time you're experiencing like joy is once you're past the point that you got the previous time. Mm -hmm. So if a run takes 10 minutes, I always find the first eight minutes, I'm like, oh, get me till the point where this starts to get exciting, where yep. I start to get close to breaking my record again. So eight out of every okay, 10 minutes okay, that I okay, play. Okay, okay, bragging. All right. Yeah, I yeah, no, it. I'm real good at this game. <laughs> I killed a lot of families. Constantly breaking my own records. Constantly breaking my records, families' hearts. Yeah. Families' uh, bumpers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Every so often at the odd super spy. Whatever. But I always kind of avoided games like this because yeah. I didn't want to have to go and replay them. I think though that this kind of benefited from the fact that the runs were never really that long. Yeah. Yeah. And, and while they were unpredictable at times, they also felt very cool. Like I said, this was very highly based on my imagination. And whenever I was playing a game like Pac-Man, I wasn't imagining I was a super spy. I was just looking at a yellow head eating pellets. Mm -hmm. In this, I was like, I had names for the cars. I had names for myself. I was like going through like communications I was having with home base in my head. And for whatever reason that added flair and that added level of detail of it being a spy game and a spy car really spoke to me. So I was willing to play it uh, a lot more than than I was a lot of other uh, games of similar score-seeking merit. Whoa. I'm going to give this one as well a three out of four. Oh, there you go. Two threes. That's a six out of eight. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, so it's funny. You, you tapped on something here for my modern score where the amount of time I would have played the game. Yes. The, the levels being short. Yes. Applies it to something that you brought up that I cannot escape now. It's a mobile game. And oh, it's a hundred percent. It's, it is temple run. Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, oh God, what is that alto game that I, the snowboarding game that I like so much. This is your commute on the train in the morning game. This is your, yes. like, I'm listening to a podcast and I'm going to do this quickly. Um, you just can't imagine this being a game in which you would spend any length of time. Honest to God, 20 minutes feels like a long time with this game. I, I mean, we spent what, like an hour or so. Yeah. And even then it felt like, Wow, that was a lot. Like, I was like, what more can we do? Yeah, let's try it again, I guess. You know what I mean? Because you're starting from the same place. There's yes. no save points. There's no, like, real big upgrades or anything like that. So you just got to just gotta imagine to be being realistic. And while the game is fun and the hook is fun and all that kind of stuff, it is limited in how much you could actually play this game these days. So by no fault of its own, by no fault of the fact that it is addictive and fun, I have to give it a two out of four because what am I doing with this game other than using it on commutes? Yeah, it's funny. I'm, I'm literally in the exact same boat where I... I often, you know, you have to consider what is this game trying to be when yeah. when you're rating something. And it's not trying to be something incredibly elaborate, but it is so similar to the Temple Runs, to to uh, any of those like Flappy Bird or something like that. It's like the point is for you to drive up the score. By the way, as you were talking, I was looking up what type of game Pac-Man would oh. be. It's, it's an action maze chase game. Spy Whoa. Hunter is just called a vehicular combat game. And I'm like, I know there's got to be a better word. Them and Twisted Metal. You're like, those yeah, are not yeah, the same exactly. games. Like, like, what would Frogger be then? You know, it's like, uh, what, what is this? I'm trying to think of a word. I'm sure it's out there and people are screaming yeah. at the uh, at the, at the, at the, the speakers. Don't do that. We can't hear you. No, that's not how speakers work, stupid. No, and it turns out though that that I'm not an enormous fan of these sorts of games anymore. Right. In fact, if anything, the only ones I really play now are the super classics, the perfect ones like yeah. Pac-Man because I'm going to put time into it. I never want to feel like I've died as a result of uh, uh, something, just bad luck or poor timing. So I wouldn't really have a reason to play this game now. Playing it 
it in the modern day like we just did was great because I got to relive that feeling. The music mm-hmm. was great. The, the design great. is is great yep. for an NES game. Totally it's very is. impressive. But it's a two out of four for me as well. Whoa. I'd love I'd love to go higher for it because I wanted this to be just such a perfect bite sized feeling of a game. I think because my imagination was so in ingrained in my experience with the game that I didn't mind when I died because it honestly wasn't about the score when I was playing. It was just, let me drive this car, pretend like I'm taking out a bunch of enemies and and the metagame of me pretending to be a spy was more important than the score that was being driven up. I completely agree I just can't tap into that now. No, you really can't. So a six and a four for a 10 out of 16. And honestly, for a game that came out in 1983, that that is good. Like there's nothing wrong with that at all. We had a lot of fun playing this game. I just think it's just limited by the amount of capacity that, you know, games have evolved. That's okay. But 10 out of 16 is really good for a game from 1983. I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, Obviously, that means we have to get to our uh, our reviews of this game, obviously. Or not our reviews. Well, we just did a review. Are you okay? Huh? (laughs) Nothing. Sorry, but I just... water, by the way? I I do... Please tell me you also hear music. Oh, I do. Oh, Oh, thank God. Okay, I thought I I I was actually losing my mind. Okay, Okay. Okay. let's let let the the band play us in here. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. I was hoping it was going to be the Peter Gunn theme, to be honest. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Just, a, just a guy with a bass guitar. You know what I want to do? What's that? I want to learn the bass so I can say I'm going to take it for a walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I love that. That's so I just, cool. I, I love when musicians like are so talented at what they do that some guy can come up like Marty McFly in Back to the Future yes. and go like, I just need a C sharp, keep it snappy and then just watch me for the changes. And some guy behind you is like, absolutely. And you're like, really? I don't, it's like they speak a language that I'll never understand. Like yeah. I saw this thing, a video recently of a guy who, <laughs> it was actually a really funny concept. There was a concert going on and he snuck on stage with his own guitar and just started playing. And eventually they're like, the band is like, who is this guy? But then they played along with it and, and they look and there's a solo coming up and he starts to play the solo. And then the, the rhythm, the, the other guitar player on stage goes rhythm and like plays along with him. And they're like looking at each other and vibing out in the same key. And I'm like, that's something I just would never know how no. to do. I don't understand how music just comes to you. No, it's, it's like somebody came up and started, started speaking Cantonese to me and I'd yes. be like, yeah, let's do it together. <laughs> like, and it's like, you don't know how to do that. I'm like, no, I don't Not at all. I might get one right. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm out of luck. You know, like I just, I, it's a different language it yeah. really is i'm just always so amazed by people that can do that i know i know well let's uh let's let elliot get, drove up in his nice interceptor yeah, car that's pretty sweet a tux, little little tux like a suit he's got a martini in there that's dangerous you shouldn't show yeah, the don't drink drive but i see in his glove compartment he's got uh, the envelope and he's going to let us know oh. what awards this game won elliot why don't you reach into there and let us know Oh, oh Jesus! Okay, well, um, okay. Hmm. What are we on a fucking farm? <laughs> the spy that didn't shag me. Sorry, what's up? <laughs> I said, what are we on a fucking farm? No, there's no shagging, so it's not a fucking. Oh, it's farm. not a fucking <laughs> it's, farm. It's, it's an abstinence farm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a miserable farm. No, it's an awful farm. What am I going to do with all these animals? <laughs> <laughs> you better win some blue prizes or blue ribbons, because otherwise, what are you? You're no good to me. I'm lactose intolerant too. So yeah. well, listen, when, uh, when there are no formal awards to be won, uh, we have to give it its custom awards. Elliot, why don't you throw us over those envelopes? Yeah. Catch. Whoa. Almost got it. How do I know you caught it? I have to say the word catch. You should. Yeah, I'll toss it back. Okay. Didn't catch shit. Oh, <laughs> okay. There it is. I got it now. Okay. okay. Let's see what we got here. Mm. Okay. Do you want me to start? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, 
play on words like they always are, right? Doctor, yes, because oh, this game is still fun. Okay. I just, I, I'm amazed that in, I know I brought up the year many, many times, but like when formats work, when you keep it simple, they, those extend decades past where they should. Yes. And I fear about games that are coming into, you know, even today in the last couple of years are so gimmick based that right. you wonder in 20 years, man, people are going to look back and go like, what the fuck is this? Yes. Whereas games like this will work still. Yeah. I, I, uh, uh, I, I'm surprised it didn't hold up a little bit better in the oh, modern day. Um, but I, we, we've, we, I, you know, not to beat a dead. Oh, oh Mikey. Horse! Ride like the wind, bullseye! You're a good podcast. Nay, nay, nay! I didn't even mean to. I didn't even oh, mean to. Oh, I know. To. The dread that comes across your face when you realize the only next word could be horse. I, I actively try to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, no, you, not, to, not to beat a dead horse, though, but uh, uh, we, we've, we've, we've gone into details to why it doesn't hold yeah. up as much in the modern mm-hmm. day. But um, uh, What's your award? I, okay, so I'm going to open this up. Yeah. Uh, it's the Golden Eye Award because in my mind, it has this golden affinity. It's a sentimental award. That's very it's good. It's the golden apple of my eye. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, unfortunately, in the modern day, it doesn't hold up. Unlike the movie Golden Eye, which yeah. does, turns wow. out. Wow, re- like golden, you're really gilding that lily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree. I, I, I didn't have crazy high expectations when you play a game this old. You never think too much about it. And yeah. then I'm like, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm it was. I, played that. It was- I hope I could find that in arcade form one day. You know what? With all the barcades you and I used to go to, I'm yeah. sure we will end up finding it at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you at home, though, by the way, have seen this out in the wild. Oh, let us know. Arcade, take a picture. Send it to us. Hell let yeah. us know. That'd be awesome. At Retrograde Andy. Yeah. At Retrograde Mikey or at Retrograde Pod. What's up? Well, thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name's Andrew Baskin and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting. Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Are you taking that for a walk? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the retrograde podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at RetrogradePod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at RetrogradeAndy. And then Mikey at RetrogradeMikey. Instagram at the Retrograde Podcast. And remember, find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the Retrograde Podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, yeah. give us some of your blood. <laughs> yeah. I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Smoke weed every day.